forever. Dog. Warning, today's episode has a small yet lively horn section, sad and bad future food, Smash Mouth Guy voice, and the long-awaited debut of a new running joke involving Jason Sheridan and a blue shirt. Yes, all that plus... Jordan Morris returns to talk Tomorrowland Bands on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three guys who love rock concerts as long as the set list is approved by 15 Disney lawyers. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Yeah, you know, I just want everything uh, on brand. I want it to be in the right Q zone, the right quadrants, you know. You want it to appeal to all demographics. That's right. Yes. Uh, Nothing too body. Nothing too body. Scott Gardner here. Uh, How how do you feel about that? Um, You know, it's called rock and roll, not rock and raunch. (laughs) So I don't want any raunchy materials. Uh, It can be a tad edgy. Maybe I'll allow some, you know, a journey or a Bon Jovi. Right. Or what have you. They'll have long hair and the image is edgy, but the music... Uh, mostly is uh, squeaky clean. Yeah, I want to make sure like Bob Chapek or Josh Demaro has looked over the songs that I'll be hearing if I go to a theme park or a concert so I know that it's safe. Yeah, um, and neither of them have too wild of hair. No. Um, yeah, you couldn't trust an executive with long hair, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. So you know they're not getting too must, too rowdy. You know what I'll say, though, real quick? And this, this we, you know, we're, we're doing a, a rockin' topic today, of course, um, but I was looking through this, all the research, and I was seeing, of course, my beloved Mad Tea Party, which was a big rock and roll music extravaganza I with I call that rock I actually would not call that rock and roll what do you mean they would play Prince they would play Blink-182 some of the rockin' oh. songs <laughs> that I know so wait I thought it was more like ravish maybe well, I didn't know Scott that. we need yeah. to do this episode we obviously you're showing yeah you're showing now that you actually you're literally finger wagging now you did not experience the actual it mad tea party it has the trappings it has the visual elements of like it was, an electric daisy carnival but in That's reality, just thought. has electricity and maybe a few daisies. Well, but like, Jason, you're you're no. You see, Jason, you're not correct either. There what? So many points. Element. This is the most aggressive pointing. Okay, so for the listeners who don't know, the Mad Tea Party was something that they had over in the dead zone of California Adventure by the Monsters Inc. ride. And they would have people dressed up as like Alice in Wonderland characters, either playing in a band where they would play rock and roll music or DJ White Rabbit would, as Scott's saying, come out and do a very like, you know, Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole rave. So they would do that. You said that phrase as if it's natural. You know, it's a real Alice in Wonderland, you know, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, you know, really like, you know, just groovy stuff. They had two large men playing Tweedledee and Tweedledum who would walk around as well and yeah. they would talk and they would like do banter with people so i i've probably seen parts of at least 10 of these mad tea party shows so i by the way i forgot you where i'm that many times i think so <laughs> by the way i forgot why i even started talking about this well, i know it's not about even rock and music it's what well, we're talking about rock and roll yes and always plenty. just waiting any I chance know. ready remotely related my train of there's already now. so much at the tomorrowland terrace and all the bands and I the was design s- and the up and up and down <laughs> stage and i think where i was going with it was that they play prince songs in the park so 
I am impressed that sometimes they get away with a slightly bodier material. I mean, they was let's go crazy, you know, and then kiss. They were not only kiss. I've heard I heard uh, the I heard the White Rabbit uh, do a cover of Darling Nikki, yeah. where actually they shouted. He shouted, masturbated louder than it is in the song, <laughs> and like kept adding it to kept other adding. lyrics where it didn't yeah. belong. So huh. they'll get real body over wow, there. Wow, interesting. Mm-hmm. I would I would you know I love Prince. I'm a huge Prince fan, but. I would I would appreciate it if they would change those lyrics to make them a little more kid friendly. Mitter Mitter in a hotel lobby, um, quietly perusing. Gingerly turning the pages on a magazine, yeah. marveling at the contents of a magazine. <laughs> yeah. Right of a clean highlights magazine with go- leaving goof- it for another guest to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckling at the goofus and gallant cartoon. <laughs> A wholesome cal- yeah. So. Borowitz has done it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we sh- we should at this point check yeah, in on, yeah, on yeah. the bodiness preferences of our guests. Joining us in person from Jordan Jesse Go and the co-writer of the upcoming graphic novel Bubble. It's Jordan Morris. Hi, Jordan. hi everybody. Hi, I'm Jordan. here to rock and roll in kind of a hard PG kind of yeah, way. So no, no references to smoking. No references mm. to drinking. Right. Um, yeah. Spending the night together. Spending is the bit, night and, and things kissing. can happen when you do that. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spending the evening together and then going to your separate homes. <laughs> that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm. That's what I'm here to Making do. Sure, well, everyone's landed safely. Right. You don't want to interrupt each other's prayers. <laughs> right. Or your magazine time. <laughs> or your magazine time. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a new, new yeah. boy, Andy Borowitz. <laughs> right. I have <laughs> time. Yeah. Sitting in my hotel lobby and thumb through U.S. News and World Report before bed. <laughs> the crossword in a magazine. Or I might get too horny. <laughs> um, and hey, I've been to the I've been to the Mad Tea Party. Just a little a little tip uh, if you're mm. a newbie: the the scones are strong, so just take half. <laughs> just do half. See how you feel. Yeah, it won't it won't hit you right away. So just like don't anyway. Mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland is a cautionary tale in general. She takes too much. She grows really big. She right. shrinks really small. You don't want that to happen. To you. Yeah, know your limits. That's the that's that's my <laughs> message here today, kids. Yeah, <laughs> know your yeah. tolerance levels. Very great. Thanks for uh, the warning. Uh, um, I, yeah, hey, thank you for being here and for bringing us this this area, this musical area. And it's very yeah. specific area, which I think we're, I mean, you know, we can go a thousand directions. We can mostly just keep talking about the Mad Tea Party. Sure. If you wish. All right. And that's that'll be the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but like, I, so we're mainly talking about like bands that play at Tomorrowland. And not just Tomorrowland. Like there's bands that play all over Disneyland. But that's kind of the main spot. Uh, a sort of a, you know, a, a Coachella, if you will, a celebration of the many bands that have played at Disneyland regularly over the years. Uh, um, and you, you must bring this to us uh, from experience. You, you grew up down there. Like, would you go to Disneyland for uh, musical purposes specifically or accidentally? Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that got me thinking about this. So I grew up in in Orange County in the like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So like obviously like I was there for like the height of ska. I was there mm-hmm. for you know, your save Ferrises and your real big fishes and your less than Jake's and your mighty mighty boss tones and like sure, and that sure. was like that was like my shit. That was like incredibly my shit. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, just like it was you know, it was punk rock with training wheels it was like very you know some kind of generally 
anti-authoritarian lyrics, but nothing specific. Just, <laughs> you know, that's, I can think, what I liked about it. Not an um, instruction manual of how to do some kind of specific overthrow. No, yeah, just like you know, question authority, but also, you know, wear a bowling shirt with someone else's name on it. I had a chain wall. I had a, I could, I could, I could encompass sure. this all by saying I had a chain wall. Some checkered vans. I did have some checkered around. vans. Yeah. yeah. And you had to go to the vans outlet to get them. That's oh, okay. Oh. They were a specialty oh. item back in, back in all the right. 90s. I, not... Now they have them at downtown. I walked by yeah. them at downtown Disney, a whole rack of them at downtown Disney. Um, but I, so, but you know, so like by the time I graduated high school in 2000, like, like that stuff was just a punchline, just a fucking punchline. Everybody hated it. New metal was here, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the, the, uh, un, unimpeachable new metal was here that something no one can make fun of. <laughs> uh, it's so edgy. Why would you even dare to attempt fate? Right. Exactly. Get, get curb stomped by West Borland. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you, if you even had a horn section, you were in, in danger of getting curb stomped by West Borland. <laughs> is, That's uh, not cool. Not no. like at that point, what was cool was a DJ and a small person hype man. Yes, and, uh, exactly. and, and bikini American flag mm-hmm. bikini uh, wearing women. Right. Yeah, that was the new cool. But I, so you know, like it, it was always like a little bit embarrassing to say that like you were a ska kid. But something that I kind of got wind of after I had graduated was that all of the ska kids had migrated to Disneyland. Like that's, you know, any holdouts, anybody who wasn't too embarrassed to say that they liked it had migrated to Disneyland to watch a band called the Suburban Legends, mm-hmm. yes. who, uh, like, I think formed like, you know, way, way past when you would think a ska band would, like late 90s. And they kind of like, they planted their flag in Disneyland and they like played at the Tomorrowland Terrace and they did like in, in their set, they had Disney covers. So they would do, I just can't wait to be King. They would do colors of the wind. They would do uh, the gummy the bears wow. theme song. Wow, the the, the wow. ducktails theme the, I saw. And you know, and, and sometimes like there's those songs that you don't know are covers because the artist just makes them mm-hmm. iconic. I mean, Sinead O'Connor's uh, Nothing Compares mm-hmm. to You. Mm-hmm. Written, of course. Or, originally a Prince song, Prince, but we, yeah. no one knows it as a Prince song anymore. It's a mm-hmm. Sinead O'Connor song, just sure, like yeah. DuckTales is now a Suburban Legends song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't that a cartoon theme song? No, <laughs> I thought it was, yeah. Uh, cartoon, I think I spent a good amount of the first couple semesters of college trading wacky cover songs with people i yes. feel like that was a big th- cartoon theme songs right. mm-hmm. ska mm-hmm. covers um, dynamite hack boys in the hood dynamite hack boys yeah. in the hood sure. if that was the number one song in napster history i wouldn't be surprised yeah. at least k- uh, kazaa history what do i know anything else about dynamite hack absolutely mm. not <laughs> no <laughs> who was the is it me first in the gimme gimmies did they do covers oh yeah it's the me first in like the gimme gimmies covers they were that? the like skate punk uh, uh, super group who does so they will do like um, gosh the, the one I listen to the most because I was also you'll be shocked to know in the drama club Sky uh, <laughs> <laughs> and drama yes I know I'm the only one <laughs> I'm the only guy to be into these two things uh, uh, so yeah the, so me first and the gimme gimme's do like they started with oldies but they had a cover of show they had a show tunes album so it's like 
Fat Mike from No Effects. It's uh, Spike from Swing and Utters. Uh, it's one of the guys from Lagwagon. Do any of these names mean anything to you guys? Not the last two. Little bit no, not the last yeah. two, yeah. Okay. Lagwagon, don't uh, know. Yeah, anyway, so it's like a, it is a skate punk Fat Records super group mm-hmm. that does covers. Got it. Okay. And I have I I saw them two years ago. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> we have show tunes, you said? Uh yeah, they'll do like they do like themed albums. So there's a show tunes album, there's an oldies album, there's a country album. I see. Uh yeah, so they like take a take a little theme and uh mm. you know, kinda skate punk them up. Pull it sure. into their genre. Sure, sure, sure. That's fun. I really should have gone outside more though than uh, just sitting on the campus land. <laughs> like just sitting on my tunes. You could have hear, heard these covers live. Yeah. It's just, it's just the nastiest college rental houses in upstate New York or central New York. <laughs> Did you, I I am curious though if you guys like were part of like hometown music scenes. Did you guys have like Local bands and venues that you went to, or was that just not part of? Well, I was I was in the local music scene oh my with my band Second Level, of course. Wow, <laughs> who played the same? I don't think we were on the same show, but played the same venue. Fallout Boy did. Hey, that's that's a feather oh. in your cap. Like yeah, they were I, there on Friday, and you guys were there on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, forget. And I met Pete once, once, like a few years ago, and I brought up because we're both from the same place, around the same place, and he was like, "Oh yeah, cool, okay." <laughs> and that wasn't. Wow. By the way, that wasn't even saying like, "Oh, he was so rude." He wasn't. It was just like, "Yeah, people." Oh, yeah. Had. A lot of people are from there. Sure. <laughs> like, was it? Hey, better than silence. Better yeah, than turning yeah. and walking away. Yeah, that's a good point. He could have just like uh, closed his eyes and passed out too. Uh, so, we well, would you, how would you describe the music of Second Level? Well, it was varied. Mm-hmm. I would say Ooh, eclectic. Uh, wow, it was very. There was some. Uh, I would say Red Hot Chili Pepper in, uh, <laughs> influenced music. Okay, I would say there was some like uh, ska-y influenced music. Um, what else? Green Day inspired, right. Offspring inspired. This was a band I came into, by the way. Uh, their lead singer oh, had quit. Right. And I said, you know what I should do? I should sing in the band. <laughs> and I am not a great singer, but I decided I want to do it. And then their old lead singer came back, so we were both in the band. <laughs> so, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, and so, so many of the great bands uh, have multiple singers. And it was... Second uh, level among them. Of course. Uh, and probably, you know, our the song our friends might remember the most is a song called rock the house oh (laughs) did did it (laughs) well we got into the school variety show Mm. with rock the house Mm. uh we beat out another band that was much more like a polished dave matthews influenced probably much better musicians and they were furious at us (laughs) oh but you guys (laughs) had like you guys had like the passion you know maybe we don't uh, have the chops that these guys do but we have fucking our balls it's very guts. that's punk that's yeah sure thank you i didn't feel comfortable around any of that like the different <laughs> like the band kids into dave matthews i did not feel at home there i did not feel at home in the mall punk like uh scene kids, the scene yeah. yeah i had like one or two friends and we we they knew a lot more about music than me and i just remember everyone discovering interpool but oh, yeah. not seemingly Interpol. not my bloody Valentine, but discovering Interpol first. Uh, <laughs> it's Interpol. This is, right? Interpol. I mean. yeah. Interpol. Excuse me. <laughs> it's a regional pronunciation. Yeah, so. uh, it depends on where you're from. Some people say Interpol. Interpol. Let's call the whole thing off. So yeah, I, I mean, I've discussed my my journey from They Might Be Giants to Ben Folds Five to uh, 
other stuff to the yeah. strokes and the white stripes yeah. hitting okay. very big when so, i was like in the so, middle of high so school. you're being in the music scene means listening to <laughs> yeah music. yeah he's talking about like hanging oh, out oh yeah so that's as far as i got i like right. the idea of hanging out and listening to music really didn't hit until going like, to college. shows you were like yeah. let's go to shows yeah yeah, yeah. A, yeah. your I, club was the the cd player yes yeah in college <laughs> the it, club of the mind yeah, the hottest yeah. club in town anybody can get in in the summers after college want. i would go into philadelphia a lot like they would do free concerts on the oh, pier nice. uh by south street and i saw uh the yeah 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 uh on their first like uh and they put out their first album and phantom planet okay where everyone was like lost their minds when they played uh, california jason schwartzman you know. in the band right yeah. that's right jason schwartzman was still in the band mm -hmm. they put out that really uh shitty strokes strokesy kind of album later right. and everyone kind of bailed at that point mm. so mm. uh the band you know the band the academy or they were i don't know if they're a band the academy is do you remember that band? yeah this is like this is some like punk adjacent stuff that's like a little bit after my yes, time yes. so this is maybe something that i would call screamo but people would say that's not right yes it's post hardcore it's something like that yeah, yeah. So, yes i i get what this kind of yeah i is. went to high school with a guy in that band oh too, nice well. okay oh, uh, feather in your cap hmm. yeah, seriously he yeah. probably says he goes to, he went to high school with you i think that's often yes that's <laughs> often what he says I, the guy one of those that podcasts that are on yeah the theme park podcast <laughs> um so yeah so i you know i've kind of been thinking about that time in my life because there's this narrative that i'm not sure why it's here but it is here where people are saying ska is back i don't know why they're saying this it's oh. unclear mm -hmm. but they're saying it so i've been kind of like thinking about that time in my life and when i was thinking about coming on this show i'm like oh yeah there was a disneyland ska band for a while mm -hmm. so it was a fun excuse and i because i kind of knew about them but had never been it was a fun excuse to like go down the rabbit hole on who these dudes were and like why they were popular. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. So you didn't like, you didn't really go see them, but you were aware that this was like a one of like as this you felt like a, the scene and the genre was losing steam. Right. It was gaining steam within this particular Yeah, like that's kind of thing. where it thrived, you know, and it's like it's like the it it's it's a funny journey for ska. Like it's it started out, you know, credible. It was like, oh, it's this Jamaican dance music. And then in the eighties it was this like you know, British working class music that like, you know, espoused racial unity. And now it's like, you know, 15 years later, oh, some goofballs play Disney covers at Disneyland and uh, a new way to play Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, it, 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 it's, it's funny that that's kind of where it ended up. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like fun to fun to dig into it well so what what do you think like good at getting into it like like compared to what you grew up listening to like in terms of uh ska legitimacy uh, a, a a spectrum i would not know how to judge sure on whatsoever uh yeah i mean like it, it it is funny how how much they fell into like the stereotype like if you were to dick on ska mm -hmm. you what you would be thinking of is is these guys like no one in the band has a Hawaiian shirt, but they all are wearing spiritual Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Sort and I'm of wearing currently wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So this Hawaiian is, this is a loving, yeah. I, this is a loving, sure. uh, a loving roast here. Mm -hmm. Sure, but um, colorful, yeah, baggy, untucked. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe you have added a tie. <laughs> Your Hawaiian oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Perhaps you've added a tie. Anyway, I think I can sum it up. I was watching one of the. I was watching one of the videos of them playing Tomorrowland Terrace, and uh, as part of the stage, uh, as part of the stage banter, someone says, 
food court, give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that's it. That encompasses it right there. It's yeah. just like, yeah. It's who they're playing to. It's what it is. If you haven't been to Disneyland, if you don't know this specific uh, venue, which is sort of what we're focusing on, um, yeah, it's the Tomorrowland Terrace, which it would, it would also be called the name of a uh, quick serve it like a like a counter restaurant mm-hmm. at Disneyland, yeah. where which is your, the main spot to get disappointing burgers. I, I feel I yes. have a note about like the food. I have always considered the food here a step up from dog food. Like I don't <laughs> like I give them a lot of room. I give them a lot of rope about like the food quality right. at theme parks. Sure, mm-hmm. but. I I feel like the most glowing review I've ever heard of Tomorrowland Terrace has been like a version of like it almost seemed like food that someone cooked <laughs> and served. You and have to, I have to be pretty desperate to eat at Tomorrowland I Terrace. Have to. We I have, literally like throw your arms in the air and go, I don't know what we're going to. OK, wow. well, but you're there for the music, man. Yeah. It's not about. The, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I totally did not realize that the whole Kit and Caboodle was considered Tomorrowland Terrace. I thought yeah. it was just the counter service window, which I looked. The current menu is actually the menu, I believe, from a restaurant called Harbor Gallery over in New Orleans Square because it's all fried fish and fried chicken. So I think that little hut is closed and they have moved the menu here because the Tomorrowland Terrace menu has no identity. Like for a while they right. served Star Wars food. Mm-hmm. That was abysmal. Like everyone's like, this sucks. Is this what Galaxy's Edge is going to be? <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't your Ronto wraps and your, yes. your cool things, your Bantha stuff. That's yeah. not what they figured out. Is the, I have not been to Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. yet, but mm-hmm. the people who have been, the Ronto wrap always comes up. Is that yeah. the gold standard for theme park food now? Is the Ronto wrap the it's like certainly up there? Yeah, yeah. for a quick thing for to quick get thing. for like a you know compared to other stuff, reasonably inexpensive thing to get. Right. What is it? Nine dollars? I don't know. Uh, yes, I think so. I think other than like maybe corn dog, people love corn dog. I'm yeah. not such a corn dog person, but most people seem to like love those corn dogs. I think you got to like that it is um, something fast and easy and you can take it on the go. And it's like not that adventurous so mom and dad can have it. But it also is kind of only at the theme park. So you feel like you did a thing you could only do there, which is not true of a bad hamburger or something. A better notion of uh, something you can only get at Disneyland than this thing that uh, Defunct Land and Kevin Perger did an episode about the Handwich. Mm-hmm. You guys, did you yes. see this little spike of Handwich? He got obsessed, apparently, with a, me- a mega tribute to the Handwich, which was like a, this was a Michael Eisner invention, specifically, <laughs> apparently, that like if a, if a sandwich was a cone, if an ice cream cone, right. it was a savory cone. But then it's, you know, it's 1986, so it's, like, it'll be full of, like, shrimp salad. <laughs> like, we were, like... Chicken a la king, baby! <laughs> I think, like, this, whatever Ooh, I'll ambrosia. take the Clams Casino, please. That's maybe a little... Uh, hot dog for the little one, and I'll take the lobster thermidor sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that kind of weird, weird mayo-y, mm. um, just, like, you know, five kinds of bright white things all mm-hmm. at once um not dying to have a hand which i gotta say but um, well they have like similar in the cozy cone the cozy cones in cars land they have yeah. like a, a new cone thing where they put chili in a cone and it's great wow it's very good yeah chili what? yeah sure chili on the go that's always my complaint about chili is i have to sit still to eat it <laughs> no but now you have a bread cone and you can jog jog and eat chili go on a roller coaster yeah sure <laughs> sip just sip the chili 
Um, but so, yeah, sort of cruddy restaurant that overlooks <clears throat> this concert venue. Yeah. And the big thing about the concert venue is that you might get there at a certain hour of the day and you see no stage. What do you mean a band will be here? I can't fathom where they would be playing. This sure. is just a I planter. hear this is where the concert is, but I don't know. <laughs> they think we were sold a bill of goods here. Yeah. Seems to me step one of a concert would be a stage sure. and microphones and uh, lights if you're feeling festive. Right. And I see none of that. But then as the concert begins, the music starts, mm-hmm. you hear the music, maybe even a ladies and gentlemen so-and-so and and what you thought was a planter rises up out of the ground and that is the stage Mm -hmm. um now this has been they've had this at disneyland since 67 it was part of a tomorrowland redo um and this is a thing i really specifically remember my mom pointing out to me in an early disneyland like like not knowing it was coming watching the rise up happen and me just stopping in my tracks what are you talking about this is crazy my mom being very excited to share oh yes the stage rises out of the ground so just that i I don't think we've really said on the podcast there is a stage that rises out of the ground that is so cool dramatic yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. it's really something it's it's great and in in the you know position of theme park history notable because it it was originally a mid-century modern design designed by roly crump uh disney imagineer roly crump uh recently in the news for discussing how he occasionally partook of alcohol and marijuana <gasps> uh, when he was cracking <laughs> heavens. He is 90. I hope that content doesn't make its way into a song, a body song that everyone could hear. Here, here's what it originally looks like, and it is a beautiful piece of design. Yeah, and That is so rad. But over the years... Bright orange mod. Yeah, yeah and, and it's funny to me because... You know, this might be just my perspective, but I feel like mid-century modern design never goes out of style. I'm sure it still feels futuristic. Yeah, I'm sure it went out of fashion. But over the years, like then, okay, they put a different topper on it for the 35th. Well, the 35th logo is a perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect logo. But Whistler's mother, uh, (laughs) Birth of Man, and that one neon castle. Yes. Yeah. Then in the late 90s, starts to lose me, uh, starts to lose me. What do you, do you describe it? uh, It is, the Disneyland Tomorrowland redo in the late 90s is like they took the worst elements of the Disneyland from Paris and the worst elements from the Disneyland redo in Walt Disney World and... um, Had them fight. Had them fight and then... at the very last minute we're like make it look like a textbook cover yeah Um, (laughs) of britannica yeah yeah and then it became club buzz and it's really lost me oh buzz Buzz looks like those uh those neon blue and purple pop tarts from the 90s yes and the little bit of lip service that the one club buzz uh design element is the house of the future don't eat, don't spit in my mouth and call it a Sunday, okay? Like that's not. <laughs> You're saying there's a miniature there's version a miniature of the, the old of the Disneyland future. attraction house of yeah. the future. Yeah. Not to, great. To illustrate yeah, that, you you used the Judge Judy phrase. Things got. Is that from Judge Judy? I never. I never knew where that phrase came from. Um, things got wild at Club Buzz though. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, yeah. I remember 4 a.m. We're doing blow with Slinky Dog. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute. Mr. I, Potato Head pulls a crack pipe out of his ass <laughs> uh, and and a lot of these design elements kind of came and went oh the other big thing until the late 90s i believe this was technically called the coca-cola tomorrowland terrace yeah. oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sponsorship at some point. One of the more wholesome early sponsors that wasn't like manufacturing weapons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Halliburton presents. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, this the basic facets of this venue are really are are really awesome. and like similarly innovative, I feel like too that you know that just behind it there is a a theater in the round that actually takes you around the carousel theater that delivers you the whole audience from different stages to different stages, which they stopped using obviously in the late eighties or that that component of it. But like these two things go hand in hand to me. Like like the interesting delivery mechanisms for shows. We're gonna deliver you to the show in a little circle. A show is just going to rise up out of the ground. Um, and I mainly am like, why didn't more places do this? Like, to me, it's so much better than a curtain being pulled. Like, I, all concerts should have, should come after this ground. point, become that it, the whole thing rises up out of the so ground. So the Hollywood Bowl should come out of the ground. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, uh, Radio City Music Hall does that. That's yeah. the uh-huh. thing they have. Uh, I guess you have to be like... The, the most major venue in the world yeah. to have all the hydraulics and everything necessary. But Red uh, rocks should come out of the rocks. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love the, the artists rising up out of the ground at yeah. the top of the... I mean, that feels like a pretty... You know, that's your... That's your Britney Spears move. That's mm-hmm. your Ninja Turtles coming out of our shells. That's true. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes, have you all been... Has everyone been to a concert where the artist came out of the ground? Maybe I haven't, mm, and I'm regretting that's it That's a good question. Have I? I know, look, for a while, I, I don't think he's doing it now. Rey Mysterio would come out. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. would come out of the ground. He would shoot up out of the ground at wrestling. At a, mm. uh, I don't know if he's doing it anymore. He's, at a, he's gotten older, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harder on the knees, maybe, to land. Uh, but I can't think of a... I know, yeah, other than the Turtles, I don't know if anyone... Came out. I, I saw the turtles. It makes have. sense with the turtles story wise because they are they're coming from the sewers. Yes, always right. come out yeah. of the ground. There's an explanation there. That right. Makes sense. I um. saw a recent uh, uh, performance. Well, a lot of the late night shows were having people doing like they were doing kind of interesting like musical performances during the pandemic, and they filmed uh, Phoebe Bridgers doing a song like walking through a theater in L.A. and they followed her ba- all the way like backstage onto the platform that raises up out of the grass. So you oh, got neat. to see from like over her shoulder coming up what oh. that perspective was. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Oh, the camera yeah. followed her onto the platform and yeah. that's neat. Um, well, anyway, everyone should do it. I don't care yeah. if it, Jackson Brown should do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the band Alabama should the shoot up out of the ground. Three tenors. Yeah. yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Everybody just, just go for the it. LA don't be lazy. Philharmonic. The entire, yes. But and they, separate ones. Separate tubes. No, yeah. no, yeah. They each have their own platform. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. The, and they should yeah. like get some airtime like Ray Mysterio used to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not just with their instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. raise them <laughs> up. Someone hits the cellist with a folding chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna look. It's boring to see a Philharmonic. How many over the course? Oh, so for the the course of this thing's life, for mm-hmm. all the time it's been mm-hmm. rising and falling, how many times do you think Disneyland has had to cover up a crushed guitar player? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. Uh, 
they've had accident, other weird accidents, but not here. I don't think. Not here. Well, we don't. But we don't know. <laughs> we don't well, know. Well, yeah. I see what you're saying. This has just been so on the down low. So yeah. yeah. Right. If I it mean, was a singer, they might have to own, own up to it. But if it's someone unimportant, like a <laughs> bass player right. or a third horn player, did yeah. yeah. And with like, and if it was, if we are using the ska band as an example, like you can take out a couple of horn players, people wouldn't even know. Like most of the band is still there. They always they bring extra. I, sure, yeah. I bet it's something cute like uh, the Beatles cover band. Somebody got their John Lennon wig caught and the wig just <laughs> went right. up. The wig, the wig yeah. got caught or the Sgt. Pepper's oh, yeah. outfit like right. ripped oh, a little bit. Too many dangles. The, fi- the 50s dads were right. They should have cut their hair. Exactly. <laughs> their hair was too long. It got... It's a safety issue more than anything. That's right. I feel like I have seen a Beatles cover band on oh, that stage. Oh, yes. I, I yeah. have photos of them if you'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Do they look like some guys but in a wig and a mustache? It's my favorite thing is these Beatles cover bands and they're like good. They sound good. Um, hold on. Sorry, I wasn't prepared Anything to show you. Anything in the Beatles, you. do you have to clean up for... Does, I mean, I guess you have, like, vague drug references. Yeah. Lucy like, yeah. so, in the Sky with Donuts. I guess it's still a D. It's still LSD. Here yeah, they yeah. are. Hard I days, do Run for Your Life. Hard or Day's like, Night. Mm, right. Here they are. Wow. Hey, guys. In the Sgt. Pepper's uh, Why are you, yeah. why are you uh, showing outfits. us the photo, though? That's a picture of four guys. Basically, <laughs> what, but they're in the what struck you about they're the They're wearing the outfits. They're wearing the outfits. I I love the Beatles. Well, I know a Beatles band is going to wear the outfit. Was I going to be surprised by that? Yeah, but it's funny because look at them. They're like <laughs> in the costumes. Yeah, the, the wigs aren't that good. <laughs> All right, we'll do a poll. Is this funny? <laughs> this is funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, Jason, is it funny? You could be honest. It's. I've just seen. I've seen a what a Beatles band looks like. Before. I haven't is seen this. A, the next is this the next is Aladar cute? Well, is, <laughs> it funny? is it funny? Is I want to see a hard day's night run into another beatles cover band so oh like yeah a different well they do the hard day's night does all the different eras too so they're on the top they're doing the they got the suits yeah ooh, yeah the let it be and then they got the let it be yeah yeah so so but, they they're chameleons they could they could be any of them exactly wow they are chameleons um <laughs> again i feel like every beatles band has multiple <laughs> costumes i'm not but you gotta have, think there's beatles cover bands who like we only do the the pre uh uh it's like a revolver. sullivan era yeah 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 sure right right yeah before yeah before they got like trippier no nothing after norwegian wood yeah <laughs> we only do john and paul's like cocaine fucked up jams in 1976 <laughs> uh-huh. that are unlistenable even though it's them mm-hmm yeah, that's uh, or the outtakes of on the on the um, anthology, <laughs> the like fifteen second outtakes and stuff. That's what they where somebody focus tripped on. and the drums knocked over. Yeah, yeah. Ringo, <laughs> Ringo starts cursing. Covers of studio accidents. <laughs> they, they all take a minute to masturbate in front of each other. Yes. <laughs> Remember when that happened? That the news great. cycle. Ringo said he wasn't there. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, right. That's kind of like back in the news because Ringo's. Right, saying he didn't do it. Ringo said he did not masturbate with the rest of the Beatles. Yeah. I forgot all this. Was this like a stern revelation? When did we discover? I don't, maybe. All? I don't remember. I feel like Paul said it somewhere else. I think Paul I like said. Paul was promoting that song he he made for Destiny, right? Was it on Hope that? for the future. <laughs> uh, that's probably right. I mean, he has a lot of different. He has, of course, his children's book, Hey Grand Dude, <laughs> that he could have been promoting. I don't think he would have said that during that press, but. There's a lot, you know, he's got a lot of things going sure. on, so I'm not sure. Um, but yes, anyway, uh, you masturbated with John and I guess George. And then any Ringo. of the tribute bands will do. You just got to pay them extra. Yeah. Was Ringo, when Ringo was saying this, when this came out, was he saying it in a way that like, 
hey, you know, I that wasn't me, mm. or I wasn't invited, and I I'm a little sad about it. I think he was saying it was. I think he was. I mean, it'd be funny. Maybe he was trying to um, like put up a brave like a front of like, no, I didn't want to be there. Sure, I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm glad I wasn't there. But like, I'm he was glad. inside. He was a little bit upset. Right. He was wanted like, to see John's I mean, Borg. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't busy. I could have stopped by, but... Uh, <laughs> In the apartment just below. The only, I, heard, I heard the splatters. <laughs> the, only, the only perk Pete Best has over me. <laughs> <laughs> they invited him back years later. <laughs> right, he was out of the band, yeah, but he kept back. getting invited to the <laughs> masturbation <laughs> sessions. Oh, really? John? Paul? Uh, yeah, I'm available. Oh. Oh, uh, not to be in the band again. Oh. I'll, get my, yeah. I'll get my Swing by, get some magazines. <laughs> Swing by hotel lobby, pick up some magazines. <laughs> Bring your impressive load. <laughs> that was George, Sorry, right? Grosser than the George? show usually is. Well, the, yeah, after the warning at the beginning. That's we rock really and went, roll, baby. That's rock and roll. Sunset Strip, the whiskey. Yes. Viper <laughs> my go-to for rock and roll. <laughs> but things are Never a little more. tamer at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, they, don't, they are. They don't do part. that. I think I remember there being like a Devo-style band there uh, at the mm -hmm. height of my Disneyland attendance where they all wore like silver jumpsuits and uh, a lot of keytars. Yeah, so yeah. Sure, sure. That makes sense. I feel like, yeah, now these days you get a lot of like... You know, they do Louie Louie mm -hmm. or they do uh, Queen or sort of like, you know, the 10 most famous rock songs. Um, I, I watched a concert. I watched one that was like um, a lot of like uh, headset microphone headset wearers uh all running around stage and like handing out tambourines yeah, to the yeah. audience this we was in the band instant replay it was instant replay yes. okay yeah uh so they got the audience involved mm -hmm. in the show which felt very lazy to me you have a drummer you know I, they should yeah. be carrying the don't make these kids do it you know it's, it's honestly, <laughs> they're to relax it's probably the same principle or the same uh strategy that people when they're canvassing outside a grocery store use where they hand you a binder to keep you there Oh, right. They mm. hand you the tambourine so you can't leave because you got to give it back and they won't uh, take it back. So you get, you get stuck to make I sure to watch you can leave, but you'll ruin the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's more, maybe more of just an audience control thing. Ending with like, here's our fun Louie Louie cover. And then as soon as it's over, like, all right, we need him back. And number, uh, all right, number nine. I'm not seeing number nine. Did you <laughs> break out? Did he sneak off to Smash Mountain? Splash Mountain. Did anyone see him? Smash Mountain. Smash good. Mountain. <laughs> Smash Mountain. That's a co-branding co opportunity. Yeah. Uh, you know how sometimes they'll put uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers mm -hmm. on uh, Space Mountain? Wow. Oh, Smash, yeah. Smash Mountain. Oh, you're talking about, oh, so, so Smash Mountain? So, uh, yes, oh, I thought that's wow. what. Yeah, so put Smash Mountain yeah. on Splash it's Mountain. It's the NBC Smash, Jason. It's Smash Mouth. Well, you know, it's, I'd love uh, some uh, Broadway show tunes. It's, it's <laughs> Maybe just as a little bridge Space between uh, the Song of the South stuff and Princess and the Frog, just as a little bridge while oh, we're changing Smash, it over. Smash Mouth. Mm. Smash Mouth. Like, take Ooh. all the robots and the, like, the, the actual elements of it out, but leave the log flume and just have lights flashing and play. I yeah. Can, I can't get enough of you, baby. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. get enough of you, baby. He's like kind of doing an English right. accent, but not really. He's kind of like... Might as one. well be riding on a log. <laughs> 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 you 
Yeah, I think that's a good bridge to really ease the super fans out of those people that are yeah. really clinging yeah. to yeah. Splash it's Mountain. Their favorite band they saw at Sturgis in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, remember when we yeah. all got COVID while listening to this? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm not mad that Disneyland's too woke. <laughs> they get it. They get it. <laughs> Have we heard from Disneyland is too woke guy since uh, mm, his I little moment? So. Oh, you mean the one, that one article that everyone noticed? The yeah. like the guy pushing for the death penalty in his day job as a district attorney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a murderer right. lawyer, basically. No, but don't worry if you go on Twitter or any other internet forum. There's uh, hundreds of dudes just like him. Oh, and good. So you know they're out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but we all can agree that we love Smash Mouth. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. now you're a log oh. flume. <laughs> get it going, fans. Are, if we if we get yeah. Twitter chatter, listen, going, guys. I'm not, I'm not writing writing the rest of this thing. Hey, I, I hate for to, Steve to do. I hate to I hate to bring keep this bit going, but I have to just flex with my knowledge of the name of the album. They should put it in in Tomorrowland because their album is called Astro, Astro Lounge. Lounge. Right. And they should change Pizza Port into Astro Lounge. <laughs> 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 they should. <laughs> I would encourage them to not delay, but to act now on that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's what I would like. Might as well be ordering, ordering some, some fries. fries. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah, don't change the menu like on the easy. Astro Lounge. <laughs> yeah, this is actually uh, the current. Uh, bands that play or hopefully will start playing again at Tomorrowland Terrace they should be pushing that to like go order some fish like oh know, right doing yeah. some songs that, you mean, like <laughs> sure. songs with fit like they put the menu items it, in the like they just slip in like you know something about the lobster roll like Tomorrowland lobster roll uh-huh you know? that's yeah that's that's like what Jimmy Buffett does yeah absolutely <laughs> puts keep, his products in there keep yeah I guess how front. long is there any precedent for like name bands playing that stage like not a cover band but like a band you would pay to see otherwise i well, found some information that the police played <laughs> really well, this might have come up when we did our patreon rockin moments episode i think that they may have because they have some story that involves the stage rising up mm-hmm. which implies well it must be there if or if it wasn't there i think the stage has rising capabilities in or did at one point in time in florida as it well it does the sunny oh, okay. stage can rise can rise which i saw there's a there's video a robot of robot lounge singer uh, who is uh, always they used to have different bands in Disney World at this one restaurant and then they essentially replaced it all with one robotic lounge singer wow uh, who has who's backed up by a backup singer is called the Space Angels okay who are uh, invisible they, they aren't there there are no robots of them uh, and that's but justified by the angel thing gotcha. um, but yeah if and they, this is not an in this is not a Star Wars thing like this is not they're not part of a IP, right? This no, is it's an original IP. IP. Yeah, 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 original from whole cloth thing that we love very much. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what, what were you saying about the police? Um, yeah, I, I got, there's no video of it, but I think the police put there. There's also some confusion on documenting because then there was the Tomorrowland stage. Yes, which, which opened the same year, also opened in 67. Right. It and replaced the... Um, flying saucers and now it's where like space mountain stuff is right and that the uh, the bigger acts played that stage yeah Mm -hmm. so like there's more documentation of like you know the raspberries uh tony orlando i'm seeing here (laughs) paul revere and the raider like the spinners yeah like big stuff big big bands they would have decent bands yeah Yeah. sure 
Um, I found a brochure. Let me find this for Grad Night '84, which you can imagine aesthetically. I am super into. Presented by K Rock. Nice. Look at that old K Rock logo. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Neon great. pink. This brochure is so great. Um, they. Uh, because I was looking for proof that Sparks, one of my favorite mm-hmm. bands, currently having a moment with the Edgar Wright documentary, uh, I had heard that they played at Disneyland at some point, and it was probably that stage. Uh, but then I found this thing. Sparks played all grad night dates in 84. They were there wow. every single night, and that's multiple shows. And they'd had pseudo-hit as much as <laughs> Sparks ever had hits. Yeah, um, Sparks, is that's a that's like a weirder, artier choice. I mean, maybe I don't know enough one. about Sparks, but you would think that like a... Right, a a Disney grad night put on by a like mainstream radio station wouldn't have maybe they would maybe I'm uh, unclear wouldn't have the artists wouldn't have the people who just put up the album angst in my pants right that would be too that would be too much of a stretch for them Um, but they'd also but that album has a song called Mickey Mouse so they okay, may have they may sure. have like played into <laughs> it was the, just the, the yeah the first thought someone had yeah <laughs> like all right they're, if they're willing all right <laughs> wait they aren't mean to Mickey Mouse in it all right the uh, they're also though back in the day they were not I don't think scrutinizing things as hard because we've yeah. talked no we not really. Halix we've talked about of course on the show and now of course there's a documentary about this space band are you familiar with this Jordan I'm not no um, basically like Disney create like created their own Star Wars rock band okay. Uh, and they played the t- they played this other bigger stage. They played the space. Okay, the Tomorrowland diff- stage oh, right, became right. the space stage, right? Which then became the Magic Eye Theater, where you would see Captain EO or Honey gotcha. I Shrunk the Audience. So there's like you would see like a guy that was not an off-brand Wookie like shredding a bass, basically, uh, right? And, and a keyboard player whose keyboard was built into like a cart that he would drive around, and he looks like a robot. So it looks like part of his weird like on the move oh, robot. Man. Mechanism. Yeah, it's a very cool band. I like Tomorrowland bands. I feel like we have to talk about Helix for a sec, but I don't have anything else to say about them because yeah. this documentary that we helped inspire, um, like actually, they like covered so much more than we ever would have. We started like, oh, that sounds interesting. As a Wookiee band, okay, uh, and then Matt Serrano does like the he most amount of work year. and research yeah. that could <laughs> ever be done. Do you think you can get them to reunite for PTR Con? Well, there's, yeah, they're yeah. not all living, which is a problem. Yeah. Um, so, but who's the remaining? Sort of reunited. Sure. They all like talked at least yes. on a Zoom yes. or something. Okay. Yeah. They did a Zoom. And Mike Post called us a bunch of dorks. Yeah. So that was something. <laughs> TV legend Mike Post. TV legend Mike Post. Called, called, wait, called us specifically? Well, he's like, I never thought a bunch of dorks would rediscover this. Wow. Yeah. And wow. then in the documentary, it cuts to our logo and the music right after that is nice. uttered. Oh, it's a that's right. Bit of editing. It's you know, editing. Not, he didn't maybe necessarily look at a pictures of us exactly and get mad. Us, but <laughs> maybe he knew. The that magic be, of the movie. Be your guys just like, pull quote, you know, a bunch of dorks. A bunch of dorks. <laughs> guy who did the Law and Order sting. <laughs> 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 trillionaire who yeah, did the right. thing. Yeah, the, <laughs> the man who strung together the two most influential notes in television. Richer than Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, so I, all that to say is that they had they played us. They have one of their signature Halix songs it was called Jailbait. So obviously oh, people dear. were not hey, paying so. Hey, Lix. Was that uh, like was talking about like 
a Star Wars jail. Like <sighs> the, no, I, was <laughs> the it, it was prison on the liberal. Death Star? It was about the the dog and the key and they Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, he's, right. his, yeah, the, you have to bait the dog the bait to get to, out yeah, of jail. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Um, the dog who just turned eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his document. See, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they they talk about how weird it is in the documentary. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were not scrutinizing. So like right. maybe just somebody was like hip and was like, oh, Sparks is cool. But let yeah. me say on the scrutinizing front that then you go like that seems like a big or like uh, uh, you know a cheap trick play like the, the huge lineup for Grand Night '84. Um, but they were scrutinizing in another area because then you go to it's <laughs> it's really like. In association with K-Rock, it's the greatest party around. An outrageous evening of music, blah, blah, blah. Then the very next page, dress code. Gentlemen, <laughs> make sure you're in a suit, a blazer, and dress slacks. And wait, it is wait, like really? Outrageous yeah, this was dress what? slacks. <laughs> Not even just there's a dress code, be aware. Wow. But like th- like a, a very cool design, by the way. Wow, I love yeah. this, like big pink and purple stripes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is page two of the hmm. come to the hottest teen party around, but do make sure you are dressed uh, sensibly a skirt and bouse sure ensemble for the yeah. ladies <laughs> make sure your pants have pleats in them <laughs> make sure they're starched get a, <laughs> get a ruler out space yeah. those pleats out evenly let's hide those slutty ankles ladies <laughs> there's still one or two fine dining restaurants at disney world i don't know about disneyland maybe in the hotels where there is a dress code, but it's literally just like, hey, don't be a slob. Maybe like right. change uh, between sure. the park and coming here. Ha- like, have a t-shirt that fits. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Both sleeves, please. Yeah. 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 Um, you can also, you can tell this is specifically from Grad Night 84 because they feel the need in the unacceptable attire mm. area to mention bolo ties. And windbreakers. No bolo ties. No No. No bolos. Ties good. Bolo ties, no. What is this? A rodeo? That means like little Jimmy Dickens wouldn't have been allowed (laughs) in. Yeah. (laughs) This is an outrageous grad night, not a square dance. Conrad Hilton turned away at the door. Could not see his granddaughter Paris go to grad night. Could not chaperone. Disney just changed a lot of the rules about what people were allowed to wear in the parks. Are bolo ties now allowed? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Cast members have tattoos or wear bolo ties. That's right, because, yeah, that's what people wanted for a long time. In Frontierland, you'd have to think in some places it's really Yeah, you'd assume, yeah. Um, who knows? Uh, I, I feel like we should say, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but I had heard over the years that, like, there, Disneyland management, it was very conflicted about Tomorrowland becoming, like, the teen right. loiter hangout spot. Like, the okay. replacement, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, rather than go to the mall, maybe you just go to Disneyland on Friday nights and Saturday nights and just hang out there. Because uh, passes were still pretty cheap. There were a lot of bands, like, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people would do this. And then they were like, oh, the 50th anniversary is coming up and we want young people coming. And but we want more people who spend money coming because they come and they don't buy anything or like they share one order of fries. So <laughs> I, I feel like th- I had always heard that they were kind of like, oh, God, these teens are might yeah. be more trouble than they're worth. I definitely had a summer in high school that was my like Disneyland hangout summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, had, I think. Yeah, I think the passes were, you know, I, I don't remember what they cost, but man, maybe the maybe the reason why everyone had them was because they were cheaper than they are now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, we would just go and like we would just go and like dick around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
because so. they i mean they stopped they had videopolis the nightclub for a while right and then they're like well this is definitely more trouble than it's worth so sure. they shut that down and then i think some people just migrated over to the tomorrowland terrace area hanging right. out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but of course but by the early 2000s like I, don't, I think it's been many decades since they've had a band that a teenager would want to see. <laughs> like, truly, that video that I saw of the tambourines being passed out was like, yeah. I would say that's an all-boomer crowd. Um, I, I mean, they're pretty lit up when she, uh, uh, when she says, yeah, go tambourine team. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but notably not tambourine teens. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that that yeah. stage, and I mean, that stage is also used for the Star Wars Jedi Academy. So it's really, it's catering to the over 55 crowd and the under five crowd. I, it's a picture of the Jedi Academy popped up when I was just Googling this place. Yeah. And like, you know, you have a Darth Vader and you have some stormtroopers and then you have a bunch of like, like five-year-olds yeah, who, little they've, kids. who they've put the Jedi ropes on. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me so much of the scene from episode three where Anakin no. slaughters the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just dressing up these younglings and putting them right in front of Anakin? Uh, They're going to get... You <laughs> you're 100% correct. <laughs> if there was another... I'm trying to... There's got to be another like right. example of the, like a, a character that has just done something awful yeah. and then putting like... Like putting teenagers in front of Helix. You don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just show Anakin a bunch of younglings? Yeah, that no, you're right. That's crazy. Asking for a slaughter. That's a crazy yeah. thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but me, the kids in the ropes are really cute. It's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's a tambourine thing where you get it, you get the rope passed out, and then well, someone thing comes seems... and collects it after the show. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, sure. no, you're, they're not giving you yeah, those that was ropes. Uh, that was cute and everything. But uh, let's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Bob J. Beck collects the robes after. Yeah, we need the robes back. They're covered in mites, but we need the robes back. <laughs> we have to spray the robes for mites. Yeah, we we got to degauss these. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of itchy younglings coming out of Disneyland. <laughs> um, let me see. I Just to here, I'm just going to shout out some things in the history of, you know, you get you, Jason, you showed that very mod photo with the Raleigh Crump topper, and that's mm-hmm. a lot of what played there kind of in the 60s and the 70s, there was a lot of things you'd put in the category of, like, today's sounds, like, mm-hmm. happening tunes for the young people. And often, with like, just the the list is pretty fantastic. They Like, it's, like, they're trying to, like, express the modern feel of it via artists that I'm sure are, like, drastically watered-down Rolling mm-hmm. Stones. Like, it's all, like, crushed velvet. It's all Austin Powers-style suits, Despite right. it being like 1979, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We got Pop Puri, the new establishment. Um, the, the, the blandest name I could think of: Entertainment Committee. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Entertainment love Committee that is great. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Good. That almost yeah. sounds like post-punk. Like I feel like that. Ca- like you know, Public Image Limited. Like was oh, yeah. the way that was like a like it, it, it attempting to be obtuse. Like yeah. I don't know, you tell us what it is. Gang of Four had that album Entertainment. I was thinking like, mm. and the idea is is like, oh, this is like deconstructing what like what like music is. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Anyway, yeah. I that yeah. reminds being me extremely of that. clinical and on the nose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same sort of phenomenon where like if a British rock music gets close enough to the event horizon. They're going to put out like a music hall record, like, right. like Upa inspired. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like whatever that, uh, some of the Kinks albums where yeah. it's like, oh, this is a 
quite rock but and I feel roll. like Elvis Costello does that every three years. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, just don't yeah. Know it. yeah, I don't know what any of this in McCartney, too. They're all obsessed with this musical. These, like, it's warblers, a... I love ya. Yeah. I'm not sure what... Sure. Um, that's how we, that's how we sound now when we talk about music from the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all just like residual death of the British Empire madness. I, that we were talking about this before you got here. Where it's just like, yeah, Brit- all there's a lot of weird stuff in Britain, and I think it's all just like, oh, they gave up being the empire that ruled the world. They ceded yeah. it to America and the. <laughs> 20th so century. rock and roll guys have to warble now. They, yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, yeah. baby doll. That's, that's how they cope with it. That's what happens when the, the sun is set on your empire. You, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. warble, warble. You warble as, as the sun sets. <laughs> got to warble. Got to warble. <laughs> Scott, what, do you know anything about that, that YouTube video I sent you earlier today? Do you know that? Band what their deal what was their deal not real. I saw that they they played this grad 984 where they they fit in really well um, Like I'm, I'm almost like should I play this or where may it I probably shouldn't it's it, the quality's pretty bad, but like um, Yeah, Jordan you, you passed along a video this I believe was from 83 the stage is rising out of the ground uh, the voice of Disneyland, Jack Wagner, a uh, classic announcer guy there, I, I could tell it's him now, said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland proudly presents Crash, and it's mm-hmm. Crash with a K, and they put the name up top, and they rise up and are jamming out to Toto's Rosanna yes. in 83. I watched this new video, hit. yes. That is the, as Jordan, you texted me exactly what I thought when I saw it, which is, this, this is my vibe distilled. <laughs> this is like exactly <laughs> what is, like, so perfectly yeah. the avenue. It is Gerdnercore. Gerdnercore. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take it. And what I was, it, what is so interesting about that, and yeah, and like it's it's filmed on a it's filmed on a camcorder, but occasionally that helps too, to yeah. to mm-hmm. to make things a little more dramatic. Whoever's operating it will like zoom in and out kind of fast. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think it goes into like negative vision at some point. Oh, those in-camera <laughs> effects. Yeah. Oh, man. oh, man. I love those when I started uh, messing around with cameras. But what I was thinking when I was watching them was like, oh, this is the most, this is, you know, arguably the most 80s artifact that exists is this thing here. But this yeah. happened in 83. Was this cool when they were doing it? Like, so early in the 80s, I'm like, yeah. is this is this thing that they're doing, was this actually cool at the time, or was it I don't think it was so out of step and it was not like they're dressed in sort of the more like muted, uh, you know, browns and leathers manner of the of the early 80s and not the like the hyper 80s, the gross 80s. It's not too mullety. I think maybe that's some of what I like about Toto or that sort of scene, the sort of AOR kind of stuff is it's not like uh, it's it's not. 80s times 80s times cocaine yeah 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 yeah. uh uh, it's not like halloween costume 80s but you also like it's perfect for me too because you have it's not only like that i mean the whole set list is up my alley it's separate ways it's uh lionel richie running with the night uh they threw it there's a song at the end i didn't even know what it was and i I looked it up and it was Wham. It was a bad a song called Bad Boys by Wham. Mm. I didn't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know that. There's song. some deeper little the slightly deeper Wham, pretty good. This is crazy that in less than 20 years they got to this point because the other st- the Tomorrowland stage had like 
country music jubilee and another <laughs> review called show me america oh boy and it's all straw hats and i gotta i like some real corny bullshit i i i like some real corny bullshit <laughs> but i draw the line at like hooray for america kind of uh <laughs> review shows well, that's, which cuts out a lot of theme park content over yeah. the course of yeah. 70 years you, you guys I can never go to branson you guys can never <laughs> do oh, your uh no. just about the branson, branson ordeal oh, no. <laughs> No, oh, we, we'll be in Branson. It's me. come yeah. up, but it's like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get right out of Branson for Joe, being too mouthy. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan went to Austin. Podcast of Ride is oh going my to God. Branson. Where you can yeah. say whatever you want yeah, to right. without snowflake. Our free speech won't be infringed Thank in Branson. You. Yeah, just we can be inquisitive like, in Branson. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm just gonna say I don't know if you're supposed to say these this these days, but uh, I think Barry Williams is a pretty good singer. Whoa. Me, Hollywood elite. Say it. You say it. I, you know what? I think the comedy of Yakov Smirnoff is funny. <laughs> Cancel me, America. A, sure. a few days in Branson, everyone's exhausted because every show you have to stand up and salute for some reason. <laughs> well, yeah, have you, you guys seen the Branson documentary? Have you seen uh, We Always We Only Lie to Strangers? No. Oh, no. Oh, it's great. Oh, Watch it. This. Yeah, it's Guess about I'm the dark that. underbelly of Branson. Ooh. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And, okay. uh, yeah, and they hit you with the title kind of at the very end of the movie, and you kind of you can kind of see what it means. Uh-huh. It's great. Oh, yeah. wow. Yikes. We always this. lie to strangers? We only lie to strangers, maybe? Am I, maybe I'm getting that a little bit wrong. Hmm. Um, oh, anyway, man. Oh, I don't know, but I don't like seedy underbellies. Yeah, no. We want to keep it <laughs> yeah, happy overbellies. Yeah, seedy underbellies a little bit wrong. The, I guess... I guess the like the the I guess the like the 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 pain behind the fireworks. We uh, yeah we always lie to strangers. Yeah, I see. Okay. It's killer. Oh, I think you guys would love it. Oh, God, God, I gotta watch that, that this. Really um, yeah, yeah, so it's not a, like there's not like people aren't ODing. It's like what what when they when they go out and they put on the happy America face. What's actually going so on? So funny inside. that you're like trying to soften it for. Uh, like, oh, yeah. is it gonna no, I don't want you. I know. You, this, 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 you Does know. it touch on? I forget who talked about this. It, it, but where I, I heard it might have been the best show, it might have been something else. There's a video online of Yakov Smirnoff talking about his theater, and it's like, and it's the chair has a little tread, like a a school, like a lecture hall. It has a little desk built in, and then the oh. food trays are magnet, like they're metal, but the right. the tables are magnetic, so you don't have to worry about knocking your food. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is Yakov Smirnoff reinventing. Yeah, the reinventing the or like canceling out the possibility of food spilling in a live right. concert. But I saw that's right. It. The number one issue, the yeah, greatest innovation since the hand witch. Yeah. <laughs> magnetic Taff- school tray. John Taffer would go in there and go, "No notes, perfect. <laughs> Don't shut it down." <laughs> I usually say shut it down, but now it's time to dry clean my one sport coat. <laughs> I got my afternoon free now. This <laughs> is John Taffer running errands. <laughs> Finally, I can go to the bank. <laughs> Call my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> but I like just to, to go back to this this crash for the K thing. I mean, perfect name. Playing music, yeah. I dig. It, it does feel. It doesn't feel like. I don't know if there's any of this considered cool, but it does feel accurately like '83. Yeah. Mixed with that, by the way. 
The stage is rising up. The carousel theater just behind it is spinning around. You got Skyway buckets flying by. You got people mover cruising around and rocket jets, all these things that aren't there. And then the, but the monorail and things that are there. This is, we've let like half of these Tomorrowland kinetic energy things. We bring it up all the time. But yeah. the sta- I didn't realize the stage is one of them too. So it just makes this video so great that it's these, it's things that aren't there anymore, rides that aren't there anymore, <laughs> playing music I dig. This is some peak. 83. This might be uh, time travel wise. This would be one of the spots I'd go. I'd go wow. to this Tomorrowland 83. It'd be yeah. funny if like, at some point people are looking at the video and they can see you walk through the frame. Like, <laughs> he did it! He made <laughs> he it! Got there. <laughs> he died shortly after. <laughs> right, yes. He was uh, sucked into a, to a time displacement vortex. Just <laughs> <was> crushed. <laughs> but he, he had the happiest 10 minutes ever. Yeah. Um, that mixed with, let me say this too, that I watched another. Uh, another band uh, that played in Tomorrowland a lot called Polo. And Polo yes. is like not not as much my 80s vibe as Crash. They're a little more like Flock of Seagulls hair, but pretty like right on with what music was. And I watched a little like news report about Polo. It's the new band that's rising up out of Anaheim. They apparently made waves at Knott's and then got stolen away Whoa. by Disneyland. Legitimately built a following that Disneyland, this is in like 85 or so, um, like I think got some local radio airplay. Um, the the drummer for Polo, Josh Freeze, you know Josh oh, Freeze? Oh, I know Josh Freeze yeah, very yeah. well, yes. So uh, I was friends with his half-brother in high school. Whoa. Josh Freeze went on to drum for the Vandals. Yeah, yeah, uh, Who's yeah. like one of my like favorite high school bands. So we oh, would geez. get into Vandals shows for free because uh, wow. I knew Josh's brother, Travis. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. Wow, yeah. wow. Orange he's, County celebrity. He's huh. drummed for like every buddy he's like yeah going through the list nine inch nails i think nails, weezer Evo for a long time drums on the yeah, new weezer. uh danny elfman album is wow. that true yeah oh, wow. really? yeah danny elfman has a very weird very cool new like oh, wow. album it's on like anti-records done and, on uh, done during quarantine so he didn't have access to orchestra and all of the flourishes so it's like a it's like a pared down danny elfman record oh i don't correct? know good question That's, i don't I've know heard the yeah Marin. i only was the vibe I got. oh funny i only uh heard a couple of the i only watched a couple of the videos which are very weird but mm. um huh. But that's they're, cool. they're great. It's cool he's done that. But uh, anyway, like such a legit drummer. Uh, uh, the, like, I guess what I'm saying is, at least in the 80s and in the case of the Suburban Legends, there have been times where like bands, the main place that they play, like their home club is this stage or somewhere yeah, else right. at Disneyland. And like I do, I think they... Like had CBGBs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we had this, uh, this stage that rises out of the ground. And I I don't know. I think maybe what I'm getting at is Disneyland, I just think it's neat. And I think Disneyland should not go so hard into the only Bon Jovi covers kinds of bands mm. to where it isn't possible for like something that's vaguely current to play at Disneyland. Maybe uh, like that's uh, maybe maybe it's impossible to think that something in 2021 that's vaguely cool could uh, play at Disneyland. But, like, I don't know. It did... It's like they regressed in this area, you know? Like, bands were actually a little cooler there at one time. Well, we've talked about this before, too. It does feel like it goes in and out, and I don't know... 
you know, a, a different theme park thing that does more research than us could actually like maybe track like when Disneyland is hip. Like there should be like a hip meter because I oh, get the sense that when Disneyland opens, they're marketing to like cool young adults to go down and there's jazz music and they might have Louis Armstrong or something playing and like yourself a phosphate. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's a like, it seems like it was really cool to go there at the time. And then in the eighties, this is all. And when they're doing Halix, that also seems like they're interested in like current, cutting edge what is going on with feel like 81 it's not yeah. so out of step it's not now anything is like 25 years past yeah, and, when it was it would have felt current in the 90s i think that was whatever there's probably a real hard thing videopolis like his videopolis itself is also the idea of like young people get them here right what they like we're gonna play music that but then and now it's like no thing like whatever is whatever is music can comfortably play in a ralph's you know, like right. that might even be too much. We need it to be like a Ralph's from 25 years ago. I saw a recent uh, Tomorrowland band play, and I don't remember their name. I don't really remember anything about it because it was just so generic. And I think I, I think I had it on for a little bit and heard three Coldplay songs. So mm. I think it is. <laughs> and this is from like four years ago. Yeah. So and, I think that's where they're at now. And look, you're going to think I'm trying to talk about mad tea parties more and i i'm just gonna make a point <laughs> is that i think the closest thing you'll get to current hip stuff is when they do some sort of electronica like tron electronica festival where they play right. like how like house music or electronic music and the same thing when dj white rabbit would take the stage hmm. that's probably the closest you'll get to like what a young person is like maybe on the cutting edge of some type of music well you but you the one thing we hadn't really talked about you, I feel like, would pass by Tomorrowland Terrace a, a number of years, like five or six years mm -hmm. ago. I feel like you happened to be at the park a number of times where, like, there's a band playing at Tomorrowland Terrace mm -hmm. and Max from Goofy, the Goofy movie is dancing to Gangnam Style. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a like, band uh, is playing. I don't think we've ever seen Max from Goofy, Goof Troops dancing to Gangnam Style. Something or like well, uh, Mr. I, Incredible right though. Have I seen the Country Bears dancing in the last three years? And did I run over to them and take photos with them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Am I, 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 do I have, am I wearing the shirt I might have been wearing when I, that happened? Mm -hmm. Very possible. A shirt, which is? As Greedo. It's mm -hmm. a Star Wars Greedo shirt. Yeah. Uh, but you're also talking about the Disney ticketed event, their 80s night, Lindsay and I went to right before the pandemic, where we got to see totally mini on this stage, on this area. Right. Oh, that uh, was this, in this spot. This was in this spot. Okay. I don't think the stage was actually elevated, but th this was in the spot where mini, uh, Donald, Goofy, all in their 80s outfits came out and danced to 80 songs and the song totally mini which is a good song and Lindsay and i hung around dancing with the characters in this area 45 minutes hmm. and then doug jones shows up and he's like yeah hey <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> makes sense to me <laughs> uh so that, that those things i remember i don't remember if there was a character like max i they do once in a while yes have little uh, characters like run characters around characters next to the band yeah like, yeah yeah and the character dances a little and then wanders into the crowd a little which is mm -hmm. bait for me for sure if yeah. the characters are like easily accessible and dancing sign me up please yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's still, I wouldn't say that's hip or cutting edge. I would say that. No, no, that's just a different flavor of thing that goes yeah. on at the stage that we hadn't really mentioned. Yeah. Random mod dance party. It's, it's hard to quantify like what it is that happens there now. Exactly. There are bands. They do happen. It is like 
If I've had a couple drinks, I will for sure go over and like dance around for a second for whatever it is. Yeah. Um, some like weird, some cover of good vibrations is what's vaguely in my head. Yeah. But I don't like also like with, I mean, there are pop charts still. I mean, like Taylor Swift is popular, right? Like that would be something you would be playing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like what They're else. They're up to shake it off. They're not sure. playing the like moodier you right, know, they're not. At, they're not at indie stuff. rock Taylor Swift. Yet. Yeah, they're, they're not still at, at yeah, uh, pop yeah. branch out. They're not Taylor at the Red re-record. Yeah, none of the stuff with Bon Iver. No, they would no, never dare. No. Nothing that's his, even close to Bon Iver. His reverb level at Disney, Bob right. Chapek would flip his <laughs> lid. Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo probably too bawdy those songs. Might be a little probably too bawdy, despite yeah. the fact that she was, is or was a cast member on their High School Musical. The, the musical oh, yeah. Disney Plus show. Yeah. The, the so. new Lord song, maybe. Maybe. It's a little yeah, poppier, a little one, more, it yeah. feels a little more George Michael to me, honestly, than the old There's probably Lord a stuff. Miley Cyrus cutoff, too. There's like a some oh. Miley that would play, but maybe not, yeah. you know, her, right. her, her body or material. Of sure. course, yeah. Well, she's not visible anywhere with right. a shocking tongue out of the mouth. Sure, with her tongue sticking out. Like yes. A, sure. <laughs> like a Rolling Stone logo. Like a Rolling Stone logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the most body of logo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you would second level reunite to play the Tomorrowland stage? Do you think you could get those guys to uh, like to take a week off of a of a job, a real job they have? Yeah, uh, come think... to Tomorrowland, play the reason with me. <laughs> <laughs> we did not ever cover who bestows the reason. <laughs> uh, I haven't talked to some. I haven't talked to them in a little while. I don't. I, they would maybe be up for that. Well, guess what? Podcast the ride. Bands reunited. Uh, Our new minute here. Bring the cameras in. All right, we have. What if I said we've contacted every other member of wow. Second Level, and they've learned the reason. <laughs> they already know it. Yeah. They're, they're waiting in a van. On, they've been jamming on it for weeks. Sound of me. Uh, I, I'll learn. I can learn it fast. What uh, did you? Do you remember any? Could you sing a, a couplet of a Second Level? Song? Do you You're recall? You're asking for a uh, cover or an original? Oh yeah, an original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we rocked the house. Oh wait a minute, we never got out. I think you said uh, this one on the show. I, I guess I've heard this, this one before. before. Yeah, yeah. Um, there we did. Uh, my friend. Okay, so <laughs> y'all see you have to sing it. If you know the melody, oh, you have to sing it. Uh, hold on. Hold the microphone. Whoa! Oh, oh my God! What? Hold on. Whoa! This what? is like the concert stage rising hold, up in Tomorrowland. Somebody hold this. A I, guitar I, is. Wait, how do we do I this? I didn't play. Uh, I didn't play guitar in the band, but I kind. Do we need know. to? Do we need to rig up? Does somebody need to take? Yeah, you I keep can. the. Mu- no, 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 you need a stand. Yeah. Hold on. Here, wait. Um, here, we'll, we'll get it out. Here, here, yeah, take, edit this out. Yeah. And we've Sorry. rearranged our usual microphone setup. Jordan, it's got to be a thrill to watch this live concert happening. I, just I can't unspool in front of you. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like like Woodstock for me. I'm gonna yeah, say I'm gonna tell not, all my grandkids. I will probably do, be as sloppy as Woodstock often if you, was. If you remember uh, when Mike Carlson played the second level song, I, <laughs> you weren't even there. I feel really bad. I, I will I will do a, like a live show. I will have this rehearsed no, at no, a certain no, point no, too. No, but I'm no, just going to no. say. Oh, it's only two songs. It's, it's okay. Gonna be it's like what got you guys okay. into the talent show. Rawness. <laughs> Okay, So, basically, I'm going to try to play like what the verse sounded like and then I'm just going to do like the chorus of it. Okay. okay. Wait, and did Jason, you want us to hear intro? Uh, what's this song called? Um, this song is called Rock the House, Jason. All right, we're we here. About. We got Mike Carlson from Second Level here with his 
Hit song, rock the house. Take it away, Mike. Uh, okay, uh, so here's here's what I remember. I think it would go around, uh, like something like this. So like we would kind of be like playing like a. That would be like kind of the groove you're thinking, like in the drums, like a Red Eye Chili Peppers style right. thing. Um, and then the chorus would be like. That's when we rocked the house. Oh, wait a minute. We never got out. Oh, come on. Can't you see? All those people, they were looking at me. Yeah. So, like, that's the that would be the, the gist of the chorus. I apologize for how sloppy it was. Really Whoa. Good. Wow. No, no apologies necessary. Uh, that, that we never got out. And then, what's the, what was that second line? Uh, all, oh, can't, oh, come on. Oh, can't, can't you see? see? All those people, they were looking at me. Yeah. Well, one thing's for certain, this crowd is going home tonight separately, alone, to pray and read magazines. <laughs> that right, was great. So, I can see uh, how that would have fucking killed at that venue that Fall Out Boy also played. Yeah, um, and we were, it was not sophisticated like the other band that, that we beat out um, because we were more accessible. Uh, Too self-important. Yeah. I remember... We aren't Bono yet. When we did the variety show, when we were doing the variety show, I remember I also did a, a comedy sketch in the show, and my bandmates were mad at me because they thought it was going to ruin the <laughs> integrity. Not what this is Yeah, it was going to ruin the integrity well, of When you're the, like the Foo Fighters dress up in costumes yeah, and wigs. Exactly. This is the same thing. Why we love the Foo Fighters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... Wow, that's a snippet. I'll I will play. I will learn it, relearn it, and I'll I'll play it at a certain point for everyone. Um, okay. There's this fictional PTR con that I'm always booking in my head. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, sure. Second level reunion. Yeah. Wait, we well, had what? What was it? What was our con called? I, why can't I remember that? Did we have one? Well, the one across from the. the oh, we Disney actually did convention. it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had a name for it. Well, yeah, that you're was right. D twenty three. That was our. Yeah, we did PTR twenty three. PTR twenty three. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily apply. So yeah, yeah. No, we can we can PTR con. But you know, look, have I floated the idea of an all music show for podcast? I certainly have internally, so I'd like to get some of the groundswell energy here. Like there would be a lot of support for that. Have yeah. Jason and Mike, or have uh, Jason and Scott been uh, slightly skeptical? That's right. That's why I'm going <laughs> to the people. That's why I'm going to the people. <laughs> that's why I'm taking it right to the people. I, to are the those audience. Beatles yeah. costumes funny? Do you want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> will we wear the Beatles costumes, oh. and will you laugh at them? Because I think the answer is yes. I have requested uh, at least one or two outings where I talk on a stage before I get to singing on a stage. <laughs> Getting back to regular Jason, life, I believe. <laughs> Jason needs a lot of warm-up I time on warm, stage. I gotta warm. I need to get my ring rust off. You know, <laughs> I gotta shake off the. I could do an improv show with you right now. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, we'll get yeah. on a stage. It'll be just as good as any garbage we did eight years ago. Well, that is true. That is yeah. for sure. True. I don't need any warm up. I'm ready to go tonight. We're all excited for just improv not, I, to come back. I'm not ready just to play Rock the that's House because I haven't done that that's in a while. That's when we know things are really that's, back to normal. That's when, we're when we'll know. In a yeah. theater with no air conditioning at 10 p.m. And the yeah. show was start, supposed to start at 9. Yeah. And more people on stage than in yeah. the audience. Yeah. That's when we'll know America's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we not name checked in this? Let me let me just say another quick run of band names because we get you know I was saying those like groovy uh, 60s 70s ones. I also want to mention um, uh, Tabasco. 
uh, the friendship train and your kind of people. Oh my God. I have names too that are not those names. <laughs> that are not those? Wow. That are different? Yeah. I just, I really like your kind of people because it feels potentially from like a grouchy Disney executive, a card walker. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You'll like the band. It's your kind of people. <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, I have Voyager, mm-hmm. Soundcastle Limited. Yeah. Uh, you have those too? I got Soundcastle okay. Limited. What an intriguing name. La- I, don't, I don't know much about them. Laser? Laser with a Z. Laser. With yeah. a Z. And then do you have Sunshine Balloon? So, yes, yeah, Sunshine Balloon <laughs> is really intriguing. I couldn't find yeah. out much more about them. Yeah, these I didn't either. should have been documented better. Some of these sound like drug references. Mm, that's yeah. true. Yeah, potentially. Getting a little trippy, mm-hmm. Disney. Maybe I uh, hope, hope you did drug tests on these, these rock and rollsters you let. Uh... Has anyone said Papa Do Run Run? Oh, I saw Papa Do <laughs> Run Run as well, yeah. Papa Do Run Run. Not, I kept going, is it Papa Oom Mau Mau? No, it's Mm-mm. Papa Do Run Run. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's a name. Uh, Ali and AJ performed yes. during 2006, during the 50th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are, I have heard the, those names before yeah. once. <laughs> if this were a Coachella poster, which of these names would be big and which would be small? Mm, uh, uh, Suburban Legends would be big, it seems like. Um, I mean, I would, I, at least uh, middle, I would push for... Um, crash with a K. Right. Is Papa Do Run Run Beyonce? I guess is what I'm what I'm getting at. <laughs> that's really like. Well, look, they also are to me because Papa Do Run Run are a bunch of people who've played with the Beach Boys, and I think, in fact, for a long time, were specifically the backup band of Jan and Dean. Oh, and okay. What I learned about Papa Do Run Run is that uh, they were so so close and so frequently hung out with the Beach Boys that sometimes they'd be playing Disneyland and they would tell. Brian and Carl Wilson, do you want to come down and hang and be part of our set? And they would, which I never knew about. In all my Beach Boys fandom, I didn't know Brian and Carl, my favorite Beach Boy, Heart of the Band, Trader, Long Promise Road, Mm -hmm. uh, Field Flow is my uh, favorite songs. Um, I can't not say them. Um, uh, They'd come down and play another Time Machine thing. If I could go see, you know... 1978 Beach Boys, Wilson Brothers, both huge messes at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian just starting to leave his house for the first time. Carl uh, <laughs> deep in the throes of alcoholism that he uh, later kicked. Um, but, I, you know, I want to see some drunk-ass Beach Boys <laughs> clowning around on the sure. Disneyland stage. This is, let me also say how, uh, how disturbingly deep my Beach Boys fandom goes, that I saw a picture that Papa Duranron posted of uh, Carl Wilson... Uh, on stage with them and i was like oh it's his green jacket like i know his i know enough beach boys wow. footage and i'm like nature green jacket it's that cool shiny green jacket hmm. like i've thought like maybe, maybe i want to get a green jacket like carl war <laughs> i uh it's look it's it's weird i can't uh it's you should get the green jacket i know really yeah okay i just haven't fe- you know like you know, if you feel, uh, uh, you know, a little emotional bringing up something like this, it's very, very vulnerable. I you, think guys, you guys would be okay if I came in here with a shiny green jacket I, yeah, right out of 1979? You know, take it to Milneedies. They'll make sure the fit's right. I they'll, love they'll it, yeah. Tailor right, it's needed. Fit, if yeah. the, if the, if the, listen, if the last year's taught us anything, it's it, yeah, yeah. do it now, man. Don't wait. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who get knows when we'll end up the, shoved in a closet again. Thank you. Get the green jacket. Get the green jacket. I, the green I, jacket. I like colors a lot. I like wear all the different colors. My, my You know, I wear like, I was wearing pink shoes and my parents acted like I was wearing like a flamingo costume. 
costume once. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I think you go for it, you know, and then you'll you'll know it'll give you the power. Yeah, everywhere you go, because you'll know why you're wearing it. That's right. But if I come on stage and we do a live show, and I'm wearing this jacket. Just remember, this is not a Sergeant Pepper jacket. This is no. not to be laughed at. No, this is a cool rock jacket <laughs> to be not applauded. A funny Beatles cover band. No, cool nothing guys. funny about it. Why you're giving TC Tuggers rules, and it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's good. The jacket's it's good. good. It's a neat. It's a neat, good, cool rock Thank and roll you for jacket. It's cool, and I want a long applause when I come out wearing jacket, jacket, mm-hmm. jacket. <laughs> All right, I peaked. That's the end. Of the show good night everybody <laughs> you saw the jacket go on i hope that's how our listeners are like hey it's this green jacket it's not like wow does jason own more than a blue shirt <laughs> <laughs> they've got you figured out they know yeah. about your blue they got sure to one more of those yeah <laughs> like marge's dress <laughs> You're in trouble. I wear it at theme parks because it's versatile. You can wear it rolled up or sleeves down. But I'm realizing, like, oh boy, we post a lot of pictures of me. <laughs> this one blue nah. shirt. Has anyone noticed? No, no, just me being so. Well, now by, about by it. bringing it up, I this know, is the Streisand I effect. Know. Watch yeah. out for the yeah. shirt, everyone. Yeah. He's got him really loves blue. He loves yeah. a muted blue. This, this MF loves blue. <laughs> <laughs> I think he loves blue I, as much as he loves treats. A yeah. new thing. Whoa. Oh, yes, Ooh. new Jason angle. Right. Love is blue as much as the fish in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking him down every episode now. To Jason, blue is not just an alien in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you guys, th- would you guys do Vegas anytime soon? August, baby. Wow. Oh, okay. you're doing? Oh, wait, I didn't know that. Wait, did you mean performing there or going uh, there? I mean just going to hang oh, out. It seems I like am that's also the... planning on going in August. Oh, yes. nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, August SummerSlam. Oh, big nice. big weekend. The GCW show the night before. They're like a indie. They're more hardcore. They're more of like a suburban legend right. versus like your corporate sky. Your yeah. Thank you. Now I'm. This makes sense yeah. to me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain wrestlers yeah, yeah. in terms of what ska band they're analogous to. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, August as of now, yeah. So this is like a slapstick or a less than Jake, would you say? <laughs> 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 Operation <laughs> Ivy? <laughs> I had a less than Jake face, though, I will say. Less than, less than Jake still fucking rule. Less than Jake puts yeah. out new material, and it's good. It's interesting. Yeah. All right, Did you break down the Democratic presidential candidates uh, during the primaries into which ska bands they were? Yes, I know. And that's why I decided, uh, I'm like, well, okay, like uh, Elizabeth Warren, of course, uh, is the dance hall crashers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, let's see. What have we, uh, anything else we want to shout out? Uh, um, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, a really fast Michael Iceberg and the Iceberg oh, yes, Machine. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, did you did you run into this? They're punning by, Michael Eisner. It's not. This is very confusing. If you say it fast, it sounds like Michael Eisner, but it's not Michael Eisner. It's Michael mm-hmm. Iceberg. Michael Iceberg. Is, that, is it meant to evoke <laughs> Michael Eisner? I don't think so because Accident. I think it predates. Before yeah. there okay. was Michael Eisner, there was Michael, Michael Iceberg. Iceberg, and sometimes you would go to Disneyland or Disney World. And the stage would rise up, and on the stage would be a big glass pyramid. And then one of the triangle flaps would fold down, and a bunch of dry ice would shoot out. Mm-hmm. And inside, once the lots of dry ice uh, dissipated, which it seems like it took a long time to, you would see inside a guy just with a full artillery of synths, mm-hmm. um, just like shelf after shelf after shelf. 
and, and not only that, but a mirror behind him so wow. that you could watch his hands there, play. He has like a Beekman energy to me when I see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, is there's this a, like a, there's, did someone say, get me a Yanni? <laughs> did someone say, we need a Yanni in here? I think it predates Yanni too, but that really yeah. seems like something Eisner would do. Is right. like, we, what is Disney? I saw this Yanni? guy on PBS. <laughs> <laughs> the get mirror, him. watching him play all this stuff is very impressive. It mm-hmm. reminds me of like, when someone sits between two pianos and plays two pianos right. at once. That sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. It, it, it is It is pretty neat. There was a whole concert special of this inexplicably mm-hmm. on the Disney Channel. And they would try to, like, Disney-ify it because ultimately it's like a guy playing keyboards and they'd go like, well, how does this guy's song about his daughter apply? <laughs> Not really Disney-ish. So then they just kind of, like, put up footage from Bambi <laughs> over it. Like, does that do it? Yeah, sure. Very strange special. Yeah. Um, a lot of banter. Maybe too much banter Maybe from Michael Maybe too Iceberg. much banter. Yeah, yeah. I was prepared for yeah. this <laughs> More rock, less talk, Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Play two keyboards. That's what we're here for. <laughs> you want to he, hear patter? He's on, uh, he made several appearances on The Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. And where Carson kind of. Carson hates him. Yeah, yeah. He's really <laughs> mocking him in the intro. He says, like, well, this still just get me closer to getting to my car. <laughs> and he's, like, fighting. He's, like, yeah, he's really, like, mad. Like, shits. I've never seen him shit that hard on somebody that's about to come out or do something unless he, like, was being funny, like, right. being friendly. This is a yeah, really abrasive Carson intro to where, like, you could tell somebody, like, went and, like, the person, they, like, they saw this guy at the opening of Epcot. And I think that's why he ended yes. up on Carson. So, and watching Carson and have to say like uh, he was at the uh, opening of the Epcot Center down in Florida and you could tell the disdain yeah he hates like, all what of is it. this shit what is that right. stupid word yeah don't give me these cards to read yeah, <laughs> let me riff He's furious. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, what's uh, what's his producer, Freddie? Freddie De Cordova? De Cordova. De Cordova. Yeah, he's like, he's like talking to him, and like, he's like, yeah, I'm getting through it. Like, he's <laughs> he's just so upset. Um, Vicious Carson is kind of frightening. You know what? It's very scary. And Carson, you know, was supposed to be a, a, a miserable guy <laughs> from a lot of accounts. Uh, there's also a good uh, Rest in Peace Charles Grodin interview where Grodin goes at him for like 10 minutes have you seen that which extracts the funniest carson ever is because he's mean right back that was always their shtick i didn't realize was that like being like awful to each other yeah i didn't either and people didn't understand that so they'd boo groden right Hmm. he got angry letters all the time why aren't you nicer to america's host yeah and he's yeah he's not just like cranky like he was on other shows he's like just derails every question <laughs> yeah and just questions like what he cares about who he cares about so uh, things that i guess really made carson the angriest charles Grodin and michael iceberg michael iceberg <laughs> who, um <laughs> it's funny with the context of carson and watching it as a tv show because i'm immediately like oh come on car come on why are you being such an asshole about this and then it cuts to michael iceberg and he plays a real like to use a better uh, I to not know a better uh, way to put it a f- real farty synth sounding baroque yeah. hoedown which is a song from the electrical parade and I go okay I get it now in context that you'd be like what is this shit <laughs> <laughs> did Michael Iceberg write the electrical no, parade no, song no no okay. not no but he, he played it he played it and like plays a different ver- like little versions of it and like uh, you know he veers Star off Wars of it and, and Close Encounters it's like all the space gotcha. music yeah. of the era 
and um, yeah i could see Car- yeah carson catches that on a tv <laughs> on his way in to like yell at his assistant yeah um to like make her redo all that day's typing mm-hmm. and like wait what's on the show tonight <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get to my sure. smokehouse reservation <laughs> yeah <laughs> give me drunk burt reynolds instead <laughs> yeah uh because like if it was in the part in the context of the park i'd be like this is the greatest man i've ever seen michael Ice iceberg right <laughs> and then like in the context of the tonight show i go oh yeah this is a fucking some dumb bullshit right if you're not coming out of a pyramid you know there's yeah less impact right <laughs> well he does on the show he did bring the pyramid he brought the iceberg okay. machine whole, yeah the and whole it thing. takes right, well. the smoke it takes the fog so long to go away yeah i'm on that's, his side then that's one of the funniest things always to me is the fog machine that won't stop um <laughs> last for mm-hmm. the full five minute performance we, that in, in like my school theater program in like middle school i think that middle school and high school shared a fog machine but that was a big purchase that was a big deal yeah that we had the fog machine and you weren't allowed we weren't allowed to fool around with that like like a parent managing it like for certain scenes of Macbeth only yeah and but they, it <laughs> Dream was sequences it that's was, right <laughs> you could get fleet you could pick this it was always pina colada sent it so it would like pump out <laughs> right. this pina colada haze and sometimes it would let it run way too long and it would take forever to dissipate pina colada haze also great on the Tomorrowland oh, stage great on the Tomorrowland <laughs> oh, stage they, 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 band of 78 right the way yes. they yelled pick it up pick it up pick it up uh, it was really something <laughs> they uh, were the best at it. A lot of bands stole that, but they were, they the, were best. the best. <laughs> um, I mean, I, f- I feel like we're winding down. We are. Our list here. I have one, anything else? one quick iceberg uh, tidbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <please. laughs> I don't know. Uh, after leaving Disney, uh, where he eventually yeah. performed both Disney World, he did the Sunny Eclipse stage and Disneyland. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael played the Iceberg Machines at corporate engagements, occasional shows at colleges and, and uh, air shows. These allowed him to return to his hometown of Aspen, Colorado, and semi-retire where he lived as a neighbor to Michael Eisner. Iceberg and Eisner. Neighbors. Neighbors. Iceberg Eisner. Oh, uh, Letterman at the Oscars. (laughs) Iceberg Iceberg Eisner. Eisner, Oprah Uma. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No way. This will kill at the live show when I come out in my cool green jacket. Iceberg Eisner. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got our first uh, seven minutes at least. Yeah, yeah. Jacket applause. Iceberg Eisner, Iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Close with a close with a yeah jam from uh uh well, what was the song? Rock the party. Rock the house. Rock the house. Yeah, and gentlemen, second level. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, that was it, right? It's second level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we yes. got the cops got called on us once. I will say. All right. In a backyard That's, party. Okay. You That's rocked a feather so your... loud that the cops came. Uh, yes, we did. Did you just keep rocking, rocking, or did you stop and apologize? Mike beat up a cop. <laughs> yeah, took his gun. <laughs> <laughs> and cuffed him with a microphone yeah. cord. <laughs> Uh, it's so and hard it bruised. We turned up the amps louder, and then the cops, their clothes turned into heavy metal clothes, and they oh. just started becoming fans of ours. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, cool. the, and, the, and the grandma who came out with curlers in her hair turned into a, a babe, a bikini Yeah, from babe. a beer commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> the power of your rock. <laughs> grandma turned into, like, Cindy Margolis. Right. Sure. <laughs> the power and of your... <laughs> Mackenzie said he was proud of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then Noid gave me some pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody oh, we was finally there. got it. He's back. And on yeah. the final note of Rock the House, 
uh, it was so powerful that the bikini babe grandma ended up pregnant with your child. Mm, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah I have a 30-year-old. <laughs> that math makes sense, right? I was seven when the band, <laughs> when the band was happening. Um, geez. Well, hey, that's a blast. Great to rock w- out with ya for a while. Yeah, for, thank you. Thank you for using s- the casual ya instead of you. Yeah, yeah. It's like I knew it was coming and it made me stutter. I knew I wasn't going to be casual enough to get through the ya. Uh, apologies. Uh, but uh, yeah, hey, good stuff. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, Jordan Morris, you by Podcast The Ride. Um, hey, uh, let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything uh, besides any cool... Uh, rock and or ska music you like that you might want to plug. Sure. Uh, check out List of Jake's uh, recent output. Revisit Skank and Pickle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah. Mike Park from that band still does a lot of good... Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I have a graphic novel coming out on uh, July 13th. Uh, it is called Bubble. I co-wrote it with a great writer named Sarah Morgan. Uh, the art and adaptation is by a great comics artist named Tony Cliff, who does the Delilah Dirk series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the colors are by Natalie Reese, who does the Dungeon Critters series. Uh, yeah, it's a like sci-fi comedy. It's kind of set in a near future where all of, uh, you know, all these kind of down and out 20-somethings have to, they live in this bubble city that's kind of like a little Silver Lake or a Brooklyn, and Mm. they kind of participate in this life-or-death gig economy if they want to survive. And it's, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of sex jokes and robots and monsters. It's uh, based on the scripted podcast I did from a couple years ago, uh, but you don't have to have heard the podcast. Um, That's also, they could check that out, too. They could check that out, too, if you want a little primer. Probably some people have been on our show, I think, doing voices yeah, so that's I true. Would imagine. Yes, uh, you got a you got a Mike Mitchell in there doing mm-hmm. voices. Um, let's see other PTR people. Uh, you got an Eliza Skinner. You got an Allison Becker. You got a Cristela Alonso, whose yes. voice is in the Disney Park. She's Cruz Ramirez. She's Cruz Ramirez. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was very cool. I'm a I'm a big comics guy from way back. Uh, it'll shock you to know that I was into. Uh, not only drama club and ska music, oh. but also comic books. Wow! I know I'm a fucking Weird. enigma. Weird. Try and pin this guy down. Can't well, this <laughs> this guy like ska and Vertigo comics. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! The, uh, well, you're so fucking twisted. Uh, yes, I'm a, a goddamn cartoon of myself. Anyway, yes, uh, but yeah, it's called Bubble. It's uh, it's uh, uh, it comes out on July 13th. But you can, uh, if you're listening to this before July 13th, you can pre-order it. That's mm. a big like uh, help to books. Right. So yeah, if you want to the excitement there, great, great. Yes. Great. Well, yeah, get to it. Yes, pre-order bubble. That's I'm gonna fantastic. I'm gonna take a wild guess and 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 uh, assume that maybe some PTR listeners have relationships with their local comic book store. So give them mm. a call up; they'll pre-order it for you. Helps the store out. Helps the book out. Oh, geez, great. Yes, you can do it in a non-corporate way. You could. You can yeah. do it in a corporate way. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be a dick, but but yeah, maybe also do it in a non-corporate way. It's, yeah. it'd, that'd be cool. Hey, neat. Uh, um, as this is like the spirit of non-corporate ska. Yes. <laughs> Keep that in your heart as you Thank make you. this version. Yes. Uh, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, check out Bubble. Uh, and as for us, you can find us on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. Merch is available in our NRT public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride The Second Gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride, where you did promise at some point there would be a tier where the second level I did promise that yeah come out we just well it's actually a different album this that's my I promised my solo album would come out on the second tier that's a different project different thing thank you for getting the continuity correct for everyone Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay all right so so we got to talk about that second tier that third gate or 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Dis- what did we say? It was going to be our Disney Sky. Or what, the Disney Sea was the second, but Disney Sky right. was Disney the, Sky not was the unbuilt third. Unbuilt gate. third, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. we'll figure out what it is. Yeah. Well, okay. So go to the sky when the sky exists. Yeah. When the sky exists, it'll be there. The cloud. It's in the cloud now. Um, do you know any couplets from that offhand? Um, there's a uh, there's a chorus uh, to a song called Stranger, uh, and it's like it's stranger in the morning when I rub my eyes. It's like something like that. It's really Whoa. good. Yeah, is it thank about you. like a like a hookup? Is it about I don't a know one what night any stand? Of, these songs were about nothing. I don't know what I was trying. I would like try to like sit free on your hand and then jack off. <laughs> <laughs> I would like try to like free associate with all this stuff and think that's sort of like what more like real art was right. when you sort of just like words and like it's about a feeling and could it's mean like, anything. Yeah, that's no. a valid. Yeah, I mean it's the Approach. way. Yeah, the, good songs have been written like that. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But maybe it will, the audience will decide what box to put Stranger in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, as long as they pay, of Stranger. as long as they pay us enough money, <laughs> <laughs> they will be able to decide. Uh, amen. Look out for that. Thanks for listening. Keep rocking. Bye bye. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.